and and we all had to line up um, opposite from where the you know the big wigs stood and 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 my unit and obviously I was in the first also so so I happened to be positioned directly opposite the grandstand and I remember actually you know like like absolutely directly opposite me was Egon Kainz. This is Cold War Conversations. If you're new here, you've come to the right place to listen to first-hand Cold War history accounts. Do make sure you follow us in your podcast app or join our emailing list at coldwarconversations.com. In this episode, we welcome back Torsten Belger, a former East German Army officer. Torsten was part of the 40th anniversary parade of the GDR, which, unknown to him at the time, would be its last. He tells of the training for the parade and his meeting with Yasser Arafat, the head of the Palestine Liberation Organization. Torsten also shares how he heard about the unrest sweeping the country and his introduction to anti-riot training. The episode ends with Torsten telling us about his gradual realisation that the country he had known his whole life was falling apart. Before we start, I'd like to thank all our Patreons who donate monthly to support the podcast further and get access to some exclusive extras. Monthly donations can be as small as a dollar, a quid or a ruble, and every donation helps keep us broadcasting and expanding the show. It's dead easy. Just go to our website, coldwarconversations.com and click on the support the podcast menu option. Now back to today's episode. We start with Torsten telling us about the month leading up to the 40th anniversary parade. We welcome back Torsten Belger. I understand that you did participate in the 40th anniversary um, parade. Can you take me through that day? Just that day? Well, no, no I'd take me through whatever you want to. Talk but... more than months leading up to it. Yeah, no, please do. Um, right. Well, obviously, well, 1989 was was obviously 40th anniversary of of, of East Germany of of the of the state of, of the GDR, um, and the, the the traditionally 7th of October is, is, is the yeah, 7th of October 1949 was the day of founding mm-hmm. of of the East German state, and traditionally there was always an army parade in Berlin in the Kamarksallee. In Berlin on the seventh of October, and and obviously it being around anniversary, it being you know the fortieth anniversary, it was going to be a big, um, and 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 traditionally the, the 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 marching units at those parades were always third year officer students from all officer colleges. Okay, um, I happened to be third year officer student in nineteen eighty nine. So so about a month before that, I don't know, beginning of September, end of August. Can't remember now exactly when that was, but um, selection process started at, at at the officer colleges. Um, you know, where you had to you know stand for a couple of hours, basically stand still, and, and not everyone could do it. You know, some conked out, and, and, and you know the the, the the tallest were taken out because obviously they wouldn't fit into the uniform look. The shortest were taken out, so. And, um, you know, so, so that sort of selection process started about a month before the parade, good months before the parade. Right. And, 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 and then, you know, we received, you know, special training, which we had to do on the autobahn in, in near Görlitz, actually. Right. Um, so this was a practice in replacement practice. of the Karl Marx Alley. Yeah. So, yeah. So initially, you know, before, before going to Berlin, you know, there were practice ones on, on, on the motorway, on, mm-hmm. on, on the autobahn, which would have been closed for traffic, yeah. obviously. Um, luckily, 
Yeah. Otherwise, it might have had a problem. I think it was the autobahn between Dresden and Görlitz that 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 we were sent, and and they were they were marching, um, training, right. marching exercises um, there. Because obviously, what well, we did, we, obviously, we did plenty of marching and and, and parade marching, and, and obviously in the army every day. Yeah. But but then to march in a big block like that, which is twelve by twelve people, that's unusual. That's you didn't, you didn't obviously you wouldn't normally do that. That's yeah. that's just for the big parade. Yeah. And so that had to be learned. Right. Because um, of my height, I ended up being in the front row of my marching block. I got special training. Yeah. Special attention. Because we were the ones that you would yeah. see on TV. Yeah. And, and, and that you would notice. Right. If we were out of step and yeah. stuff like that. So there was a lot of training. Right. Yes. There was a lot of training leading up to it. And then I think, I can't remember now if it was one week or two weeks. So I think it might, can, it must only have been one week. One week before the actual parade, then we were, we were sent up to a, to a camp in Berlin. In Königswusterhausen, which is just south of Berlin, mm-hmm. um, we were sent up to a camp and, and we got extra special parade training then. Just but that was just the week leading up, and, and the parade training then was done at, in, in, at Schönefeld Airport. Okay. So 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 the last week, or last two weeks, I just can't remember now. Was yeah, two yeah. weeks, but so the last one or two weeks of the parade training was was very intensive. Basically, it was from morning till evening, mm-hmm. marching. And, wow. and, you know, um, parade marching, parade yeah. step. Um, not goose step. Goose step is a different thing. Yeah. People get confused with that. That's Steschritt. You know, Steschritt is goose step. Yeah. That's what the, the guards at the, you know, in Berlin, the the, the, yeah. at the Neue Wache, for example. Yeah. Yes. That's what those guys did. Right. But that's not what ordinary, yeah. you know, humans did. Yes. And so, so, yeah, no. So we had, we had that, that training then near Berlin. And like I said, very intensive. Um, uh, got visits. We got visited then by by dignitaries, obviously. Um, okay. So you know, obviously, of course, you know, like like Heinz Kessler would have come. You know, the the chief, the minister the of NBA. defense. Yeah, minister of defense was there. Ishonico was there. Gorbachev was there. So you saw that was there. You oh, saw yeah. all you of those. hands with one or two of them. Yes. Really? Who did you shake hands with? Uh, Arafat. Really? Yes. Wow. So. But only like, hi, how are you doing? So yeah, thing. yeah, nothing, no. Nothing, but, never conversation or but, anything but, like that. But, so. but no, but not Eric. He did. He didn't shake hands with you. No, didn't get close enough. No, <laughs> no, didn't get close enough to him. Didn't get close enough to Gorbachev either. You know, but I yeah. saw them. Yeah. That that obviously, well, once saw them, you know, visiting visiting our our camp. You know, where we were stationed, allocated for the for yeah. the for the final parade training. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, would have seen them again at the parade itself, and, yeah. and well, I've seen Erich Honecker once or twice on, on other occasions as well. Yeah. Um, and but, and what was that? Was he just looking at a line of soldiers, or did he actually interact with soldiers? No, some some chats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They would have would have, but they didn't actually come to the camp. They came out right. to to Schönefeld. You know, they yeah. came you know yeah. during, during the day. Yeah, during the day while just before, you know, yeah. during the day while while we were doing the the the, the parade training yeah. at, at on the airfield, yeah. you know, on the runways yeah. at Schönefeld Airport, um, you know, they came out there basically to have a look and, and yeah. to 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 view, and yeah. then they would have mingled a little bit and, yeah. and then buggered off again. Yeah, yeah, basically, but but you know, it would have mingled a bit and would have had a chat with you know a couple of people that that happened to. Yeah. Stand in, the, in the wrong place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or right place, depending how you look at it. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. No, it did all that, and then then the actual parade itself, obviously, yes, it was was something special. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. thinking about it now, yes, it was. It's a memory. And, did, and, so. and I presume at the time you felt really proud that you'd been chosen for that and that you were front row. 
Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Not yeah. overly. I mean, not like, you know, grinning yeah. and smiling and. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and skipping and. Yeah. You know, no, but this not, was not like the, that. But. but this was the biggest event in the East German calendar, wasn't it, really? Yes. Yes, so so yes, seventh October is, is the biggest biggest event. Yes, yeah. Um, well, that and first of May, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. but 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 seventh October the biggest was the biggest event. Yeah. Yes, and you know on the sixth of October at night there were fireworks all over the place. Yeah, obviously seventh of October was a bank holiday. Yeah, as well for everyone. My birthday is on the sixth of October, by the way. So so right. every time on my birthday there were big fireworks at night. Just for you. Oh, just well, exactly. I think until I was about four or five years old, I, oh, I didn't no. quite understand why. How how could they know that it was my birthday? Why why were they doing fireworks on my birthday? Who, who knew? Oh, I genuinely thought it was for my birthday, yeah. which of oh. course it wasn't. But yeah, but yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, and then the parade itself. Yeah, no, we did it, and and you know all this other stuff going on, which I guess you're probably going to lead on to now. You know all the the other demonstrations going on at the time. We knew nothing about that. Because you were really sealed off from the rest of we the world. We were totally sealed off, yes, yeah. and, and deliberately sealed off. Um, so, you know, like, like you know, while we, while we were at the, 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 the parade training or just before the parade, you know, couldn't have had contact with the outside world. It wasn't possible. Yeah. Um, you know, living in Sittau, which is, you know, Tada Arnungslos, yeah. you know, this valley of the clueless, you know, you, 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 could, you didn't get West German news, you didn't get West German media. Um, all, all we had was East German news, yeah, and, or and Polish or Czech. <laughs> oh, Polish or Czech, yeah, but there was no point watching. Yeah, it. no, no, no. wouldn't understand anything anyway. But, but um, you know, and obviously the East German news didn't report anything about demonstrations in, in, in Leipzig or in, in, in Dresden or yeah. or anywhere else. Other, no, I don't think there was anything really. Yeah, yeah. Um, just try to remember. Maybe was there was there a little bit about unrest and. There may have been news snippets about, about you know, that there was some like civil unrest effectively in, 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 in Dresden, for example. Yeah. And, um, you know, like street fights sort of yeah. thing. And, and, and that they were you know, put down by, yeah. the, by the police, etc. And, and, yeah. And, Hooligan and, activity. Hooligans, yes. Yeah. You know, unruly you know, subjects, you know. Yeah. But, but, but all this, 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 this uh, stream of, of people. Leaving East Germany, going through, you know, we see initially Czechoslovakia and then Hungary into, into Austria. Yeah. That, that was not reported. Yeah. Of course it wasn't. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, absolutely. Would have, would have promoted maybe more people. Yeah. Going the same route. So, but it was, was, was very heavily um, reported in yeah. West Germany, of course, but, but in East Germany it wasn't. So we, we, we didn't really know anything about that at that time. Yeah. Um, one thing, you know, after the parade, you know, obviously because of this sort of one month intensive parade training that we've had and all, all leave cancelled during that time because of parade training, you know, we were promised to have an extended holiday yeah. immediately after. So it was only a matter of coming back from, from Berlin, go back to Sittau, you know, dump all our stuff and yeah. off you go on holiday. Yeah. So we, we did that. We came back, which, which, which was in cattle trucks, by the way, on trains. Mm. Not, not, not nice. Uh, no. No. Um, so after Sorry. all this, this prunk, after all this, this, this pump and, yeah. and, and showing yeah, being, off, you know, looked get, after and, uh, kind of, yeah. 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 I never looked after that much in the yeah. army, but certainly not as an officer student, but, and, yeah. um, but, but then, you know, we were carted back in, in cattle trucks, you know, it's like, I don't know, eight, ten people, eight, ten of us in, in just in, in, in cattle trucks. 
what was it? You know, it caught it anyway, caught it back to that. That took like 16, 18 hours, something like that, nearly a day. Cause they just, just kept putting them onto site. Yeah. Uh, more important uh, trains were coming. More important through, trains, yeah. right? You know, like ours was like an, an, an unscheduled train. So, yeah. you know, it was always put to the side, had to wait for others to go past. And yeah. it took nearly a day. Yeah. You know, just get back after the parade. Yeah. Um, just going back to the to the parade, I think there's yeah. some footage on YouTube where you feature, don't you? Because one of the official cars stops in oh, yeah, front yeah, yeah. of your your unit. Yeah. So obviously, you know, we had to do the the, the marching past bit first, and then basically you did like a U-turn at the end, and and we all had to line up um, opposite from where the you know the big wigs stood from where the, the the Tribune, um, what's that in English? The stand, the, the grandstand. Yeah, the grandstand, yeah, yeah yep. that's it. You know, opposite from where the grandstand was. And, mm. and, and, and my unit, and obviously I was in the first row, so, you know, even when lining up there, I was still in the first row, I was tallest, tallest first, and then got, got shorter, gradually going towards the back. Yeah. And so, so I happened to be positioned directly opposite the grandstand. And I remember actually, you know, like, like absolutely directly opposite me was Egon Krenz. So, um, yeah, he's pretty unmissable, this, isn't he? Well, yeah, it's, it's but, quite a, quite a distinctive face, I think. So, so you know, you know what he looks like when you yeah. see him, um, and and so he was directly opposite me. So I was basically, and he was sort of towards the centre, and yeah. um, so we were positioned directly opposite. And 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 yeah, in the video, then which you can watch obviously on YouTube or or wherever, and um, which was the official video board, yeah. of, of the official broadcast in, on on East German television, and. Um, my parents taped that at the time as well. They got somebody who, who had a VHS right. recorder. So they didn't, did they make it down to the parade to no, see no, it? No. No. Okay. No. No, they didn't. No, they wouldn't have been interested. Yeah. But they taped it for but me. But they did want to tape uh, it. Yeah. So yeah. even though there were no VHS players, but, you know, but certain people had some. Well, that's another thing. Um, but, but yeah. So anyway, so, so, yeah. So the video you can see there, it's, it's, I just happened to be in that place, you know, where. The, the, the two yeah. cars stopped, you know, which is the two cars, you know, one of them was, was Heinz Kessler, who was the Minister of Defense, and the other one was Horst um, Stechbart, who was the Deputy Minister of Defense. Right. Um, and they just happened to stop right in front of me to, 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 to greet the parade, to, yeah. to say their thing, you know, wir begrüßen, Genossen und Genossen, blah, blah, blah. Hi, this is Rhonda in Virginia, and I support Cold War conversations because I think the work that Ian is doing is critically important. I think it's vital to record the firsthand accounts of people who lived and experienced the Cold War uh, because it illustrates history in a way that a book never can. So thank you so much for the podcast. It's my favorite podcast, and I look forward to it every week. To be like Rhonda and help to preserve these incredible stories of the Cold War, as a monthly or annual supporter, you'll be able to listen ad-free, you'll become one of our community get the sought-after Cold War Conversations drinks coaster as a thank you, and you'll bask in the warm glow of knowing that you're helping to preserve Cold War history. Just go to coldwarconversations.com slash donate to find out more. Yeah, no, and, yeah. And well, we'll, we'll be posting that YouTube uh, piece on on the show notes so that uh, oh, well, there you go, sort of can, and I think you've got it. You've I noticed you've got a still as well of, uh, or you've managed to cap, got, get a screen grab of it. Well, it's the thing. Like, well, I know where I am and I yeah. know who I am. So obviously, for me, it's kind of relatively easy to pinpoint where I can be seen. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't recognize no. me. No. Yeah. No. 
Or it wouldn't anyway. Everyone well, looked the same. We were all wearing the same uniforms and we were all wearing a big helmet. Absolutely. So, what about on the March Pass? Did you manage to identify yourself on that yes. footage? Yeah. Yeah, but you can only see sort of my, my head bobbing up and down. Right, okay. Not full on. Yeah, yeah. No, on the on the screen grab you've got, you can... Yeah, but that's when we were lined up. And, and, yeah, and you're still, and it's easier to capture. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I can tell you where my unit is on the March Pass because I can I recognize plenty of other guys yeah. in the video and I know where I am, but, but, but yeah. you can't see me on it. No. Yeah, okay. No. Okay. You can't have everything, can you? Well, I mean, no. On, you. Well, no. I mean, that's pretty. I'm. I'm still pretty impressed that you were on the. You know, I'm speaking to somebody who was on the 40th anniversary. You know, the last yeah. parade of. Uh, Which obviously you know, nobody knew at the time. Nobody it would be the last. Absolutely. And we didn't know. Nobody no. knew. And no. no, nobody possibly could have foreseen that. Not the people doing the demonstrations. Not. Not nobody. Yeah. At that time, could yeah. have foreseen what was about to happen. No. About a month later. But today, 9th of November. So absolutely, it's so apt. I forgot to tell tell people this, but we are actually interviewing um, Torsten on the 9th of November, so the day the wall fell, um, twenty nine yeah. years ago. Yes, um, next year is the big one. We we are talking. So uh, yeah, and next year is the the big one. Um, what did the the troops? think of the regime away from the ears of the political officers what di did people criticize or, or what what uh, it's, it's human nature to always mourn and whinge and, and grumble and grumble and that's human nature it was the same in east germany or mm. same in the soviet union same same anywhere mm. so of course you know people people would have been whinging and mourning and complaining just had to be a little bit watchful about how you complained, what you complained about, yeah. and who you complained to. Yeah. Of course. You know, but that, that, but that was just, it was just second nature yeah. to everyone, to most people, certainly. Yeah. And, and, and so you knew what you could say, what you shouldn't say. You knew who you could be more open to. Didn't make you feel repressed or or, or, or gagged or anything. Yeah. I didn't have that feeling. It just you just kind of, that's the way it was. You know, you just sort of had to fit into that role. Yeah. Somehow. So and and being army specifically, yeah, of course. You know, if you had a complaint, you could complain. Um, not about the state, of course. Um, or, or ideological reasons. But, no, but, but a shortage of equipment or something like that. Shortage of equipment, or if you didn't agree with, with the, you know, certain parts of the training or how you might have been treated by a superior officer. Yes, totally. You could, you could complain and then your complaints would have been listened to. Yeah. To the most part. Yeah. Um, and, and action may have been taken. You know, you wouldn't have had, uh, any negative impact because of, Saying something along the yeah. about that constructive criticism, constructive criticism, exactly, <laughs> and you were encouraged to, yeah, to to open your mouth if if, if something was wrong. And obviously, me being, you know, having having been going or going through through officer training, you know, I mean, we were constantly obviously taught about ethics and 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 how to treat and and what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do when dealing with your your subordinates once out, mm. you know, commanding units. And and the East German Army was was not like the Soviet Army. You know, Soviet Army was a bit different. I mean, I had a fair bit of interaction with the Soviet Army and, and Soviet Army officers, and they, they treated the conscripts like they were slaves. Mm. 
basically. They were beating them, they were kicking them, they were hitting them. Couldn't believe it when we saw that. It would, so, it would have been impossible in the East German yeah. Army. So, so you, you did do some work with the Soviet Army or some oh, yeah. Soviet Army officers? Yes. And, and what, what was... Can you talk about that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, well, look, at school I was, I was in the sort of Russian language club. So, and, and I was the FDO secretary at school, who was effectively the head boy at school. Mm-hmm. So, so, and, and Russian language club meant, you know, well, those that were better at languages basically would have been in, 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 in clubs like that. And, and specifically for the Russian language club, our, our Russian teacher was a lady at, at, at AOS, you know, at the, the higher school. Um, and she had very good links with, with the, the, the Soviet army garrison. In town, we had the Soviet Army garrison in my hometown. Right. It was 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 a Soviet tank regiment um, that was stationed there, and she had she had very good relationship with them and knew a lot of people there. So we had a lot of interaction with, with from from within that group. Yeah. You know, all the ordinary sort of people in East Germany wouldn't have had much interaction yeah. with the Soviet Army at all. So, but but you know, but we 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 had meetings. We went to to officer families. Houses, flats, you know, to have dinner with them, to have not parties, but you know, but but yeah. get-togethers, yeah, and to talk to them. Went into the garrison, you know, met with with children. I went to the there was a big big Soviet Army school for children in, in Magdeburg, you know, which 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 I visited there as well to 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 join their class and to just to have chats, you know, yeah. to, to talk yeah. you know, in, in Russian, of yeah. course. You know, for to help them to to yeah. feel a little bit more integrated yeah. with 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 the people in East Germany, and and for us obviously to have some interaction with these people as well, because basically you know we had we had the Soviet Army and there would have been I don't know I think it was two million soldiers that, that were stationed in East Germany, but they were really kept to themselves. They didn't mingle mm. with, the, with the population at all. Yeah, yeah. So you know you saw them in the streets from time to time whenever whenever they were allowed to get out, which didn't happen very often for them. Yeah. Um, and, and, but that's about it. But then they, they just, you know, they might have gone in the shops and from the little money they had, they might have bought something, but they wouldn't have interacted with anyone. Mm. You wouldn't have seen them in the pubs. You wouldn't have seen them in the discos, in the clubs and nothing like that. They right. weren't allowed to. Right. They were just locked away in their barracks. They were locked away in their barracks and, and, and especially the conscripts in, in the Soviet army and in East Germany treated, well, and probably worse in the Soviet Union, but you know, yeah. and, and certainly in East Germany were treated very badly. Very, very bad sanitary conditions, you know, very, and I've seen it, you know, I've been in the army barracks and Soviet army barracks. That would never have happened like that and would, would not have been like that in the East German army. Yeah. No way. Yeah. And like I said, and, and particularly the way that the officers treated, treated the, the, the conscript was, was mm. shocking, mm. you know. So yeah, so anyway, so I had, had, had a fair bit of interaction there. And then actually when it came to the, when I was at the officer school as well, we had a, we had a Russian artillery partner regiment, which was, was stationed near Dresden. And I was the sort of liaison right. officer. Well, I wasn't an officer, but you yeah. know, liaison person with them because of Russian language skills. Yeah. Um, so, so I had some interaction with them, but all more on like, you know, the get together, have something to eat, chat, not, not, not on a military. No, uh, no. Thing. So it's more like a social basis, like a social, than, yeah. You know, more, more sort of social. Yeah, the odd meeting, not 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 many meetings yeah. while in the army, but there were the odd ones. I had more, I actually had more meetings with with Soviet army units during during um, you know before I joined the army, right? Because of the Russian language club yeah. at school yeah. and, and the garrison in my hometown. Yeah. Okay. So, but but yeah, no, but Soviet army guys they did they, they didn't mingle. So 
Mm. So you you mentioned that you had no idea at the time that regime change was coming. When no. were you first aware that something was happening? Well, it's basically when we got back from the parade. So like I was, was sort of alluding to earlier, you know, we were supposed to go on a, on a, it's called a VKU, which is falling out of Kotzolab, which meant, you know, going from, I think it was from Thursday to Tuesday morning, you know, which is a long weekend, yeah. basically. And we were supposed to go on that. Um, immediately after and that had been promised as, as a special treat, you know, because we'd done the parade. Mm. And, and like I said, you know, we got back to the, to the, 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 the officer college, you know, dumped all our stuff, you know, went, went on, on, um, leaf parade, I think it's called in English, English army or something like that. Um, and, and, you know, you have to line up and to check that, that everything is in order, that, you know, you've cleaned your room and your bed is made and, and, you're presentable, you know, your haircut is up to, up to scratch and all that sort of stuff. You, you know, that you have your, your Verdins ausweis, you know, your military pass with all the white papers that always checked before you were released into the wild. Right. Out there. Um, and, and, and that all happened. And then all of a sudden, you know, we were standing there with luggage and ready to go on holiday. And they were telling us, but all leave cancelled. It's, it's like high alert. Right. Nobody is allowed to leave. We we're told a little bit then about unrest. And, and, and that there were things going on in Berlin and Dresden particularly. Right. And that, 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 that the army was basically put on, 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 on high alert. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, and, and yeah. that was a shock. Yes. So that was really kind of the first time really that, that, that we know was, there was something serious going on. Right. Not just one or two little demonstrations somewhere. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's something more, yeah, more serious going on. And that went on for, and I think we had leave cancer probably for about three weeks, I guess, in total. No, two weeks, certainly. Because I think it was 20th of October when, when, when Erich Onikos stepped down and obviously Egon Kainz took over. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, until that point, you know, at that point we were still, we were still, you know, all leave cancelled and, and couldn't, couldn't go anywhere. Right. Um, yeah, so it was really that time, you know, from the parade or from yeah. the 7th of October till yeah. about the, 20th of October. And then were you given leave on the 20th of October? Shortly after. Right. Yes. And was that just a long weekend as well? or I can't remember. Right, okay. It would have just been weekend. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you had to leave, yeah. if you had to leave, then, then yeah. it was, you know, you got Kotzolop, you got Falling Out of Kotzolop. And, and yeah. So, so, you yeah. know, there was this Kotzolop, yeah. which just meant that, that sat- we had school on Saturdays. Yeah. By the way. You know, right. So, 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 so like at, at, in East Germany, all, all school teaching universities, was all was all was Monday to Saturday. So yeah. so at the office of school we also had school on Saturday. Um so so this this normally a weekend which Kau Kotzolaub would have would have been, you know, from Saturday after school, which would have been what lunchtime till till Monday morning, half past six. You had to be back. Right. So for me yeah, there's a window cleaner now. We're getting all the sound effects. Dogs, <laughs> window cleaners, we're getting everything here. Yeah, keep me entertained. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so look, there, there would have been, um, yeah, so at some point then we got out, we got, obviously we got leave again, but I can't, I can't remember now. Yeah. That was an extended yeah. leave or, yeah. or a short leave. And, and were you then becoming a lot more aware that something serious was happening within the GDR? Yes. Yes. Because during that time, you know, between the, the sort of, well, during October, basically, it's, it's, it's our, you know, I was third year. So our, our, the fourth year guys from, from, our school, mm. 
actually were to go had to go out um, guarding the the border with Czechoslovakia, because obviously people were you know leaving through from from East Germany through across the border to Czechoslovakia, yeah. and the border of Czechoslovakia was not normally patrolled, or not heavily patrolled mm-hmm. anyway, very very lightly mm-hmm. patrolled. It was actually four-year officer students that that had to go out then to to at that point it all became known somehow. Um, I'm not sure if it was because it was reported in East German television or just because from other sources. Yeah, I can't remember. I have no idea. Yeah, you know where that information came from. But but um, so we still wouldn't have known everything. But but like I said, the four-year guys, you know, had to go out basically you know, patrolling the border to. To, to Czechoslovakia. Um, they started training us third year on, on, on police riot gear. So, right. so, so we were starting to get, get little training, not much, but, you know, we were getting a little training on, on, you know, riot shields and, and, and buttons and, and you know, the, the, well, helmets were all on, but, but we were, we were to be issued, you know, riot shields and, and buttons. Right. And, and basically the drill was, or the deal was that, that had there been some other unrest in Dresden, that we would have gone out to Dresden. Right. The officer schools. And how did you feel about that? That, that this wasn't uh, fighting, totally this wasn't fighting NATO, this was. No, but we, at that point, we were still obviously thinking that those guys that were doing the demonstrations and yeah. they were throwing rocks and stones and, yeah. and that they were, they were wrong. Mm. That they were bad. So, so to be totally honest, the, the feeling among us at the time, then different time, was yeah, bring it on, bring it on. Can't wait to get out there. And just uh, well, obviously, we had those discussions among ourselves. Mm. You know what would we do? You know, basically, the, the, the gist of it was well, you know, if somebody even tries to attack me, I, I want to hold back. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we were kind of in a way kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. As a bit of fun, well, not fun, but you know, actually, no, something different. Yeah, yeah, something different. And obviously, we were, and obviously, we thought that those people were were in the wrong. Yeah, you know? and certainly that we did not think or know that those were the majority yeah. of the people, and we did not know that 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 who those people were. You know, mm. as far as we were concerned, those people were were criminals, asocial um, elements, drunks. Yeah, um, you know. Yeah, yeah. People that just can't live with or in society. Mm. And, and, and so as far as we were concerned, yeah, they, they need to be stopped. So so we would have gone out, yes. And, yeah. and we would have used the, the buttons. Yeah. Where, so that is towards the end of October, early November. Sort of middle, middle of October. Middle of October. Middle okay. of October. Okay. Yeah. And then then what what were you doing? Middle, middle end, yeah. Through to... You know, from October through to 9th of November, was that was that you were still doing officer training? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 it yeah, was yeah. just business as usual. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Training, schooling, you know, yeah. all that continued, of course. Yeah. Um, then, 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 crossing on the 20th of October, Erich Honecker stepped down, so that was the first sign of like, wow, hang on, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, that that. You know, really something serious there. At that, that point, actually, no, we didn't, we didn't know all that much at that point. Mm. We still hadn't been told much. Yeah, right. It's, it's sort of kind of coming back yeah. now. Yeah. To me, no, we hadn't, we hadn't really been told much. That was a surprise to us. Um, yeah. So we didn't know anything about these things going on in the government or behind locked doors. Um, yeah. And then come the 9th of November and the wall being opened by mistake. Um, didn't know anything about that until three days later. Really? 
Wow. So how... Because it was only reported on East German television. Three days later. Three days later. And that's well, how nobody, you... Nobody knew. And that's how you learned about it. Did you actually watch the TV broadcast or did somebody yes. come in and say... I can't remember if I actually physically or personally yeah. watched yeah. The, 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 the TV broadcast. Probably did. Yeah. Might have, yeah. Usually tended to, to look at... The, because we, we knew there was something going on. Yeah. Obviously. And, yeah. And, but didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. And, 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 and until it was, I think it was three days later after, after yeah. the line. So it would have been the 12th. Yeah. 12th or 13th of November that it was officially announced. Right. In, in, in East Germany and in the East German news that, that, you know, that, that basically the, the, the gist was that travel, travel restrictions have been relaxed and blah, blah, blah. And then eventually it transpired that, well, actually they've opened the borders. Yeah. We didn't know that. Right. And then, they deliberately kept us in the dark, of course. So, yeah. You know, so yeah. Well, had, they wanted had, to keep you, uh, how can I put it, ideologically pure, probably. Totally. Or, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know. Yes. Yes. Because obviously, well, if we had known that 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 really was what was going on, and really that that like it was a quite a popular movement uprising, if you want to call it that, then obviously, well, we might have had second thoughts. Yeah. About going out yeah. there and stopping what was what was going on. So we didn't have a clue. Yeah. And then what? happened after then it's fine did it all suddenly start falling apart or was it yes. much more gradual no not gradual at all. No, it started very rapidly started falling apart then very very rapidly can you t tell me how it fell apart what 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 happened that's basically there was there was something new something different every day so there were revelations every day and then the East German media started reporting it as well hmm. of course sort of a sudden you know it was like actually we coverage yeah of what was going on um and there was something new every day there was something new about the party leadership mm. there were new things about the stasi that you know people knew yeah. that stasi existed but didn't really know to what extent nobody knew that yeah you know and and there was a lot then going on about more about how the leadership lived oh in vanlitz in vanlitz yeah. yes so there was a lot about vanlitz and and how really they lived there and what it was really like and what they did every day there was a lot about that. And there was, there was like I said, then, then a lot about the Stasi. So that the focus yeah. would have been on Wandlitz in the yeah. news, in the media all the time, and then new revelations every day, and, and, and about, about the Stasi. Yeah. And what, what about the army? I mean, was that well, sort of, did it get, the discipline get yes. lax? And discipline, did it... no, we had our own demonstrations as well within the army, even at, at the officers' group. Because basically oh. we demanded, it would have been, it must have been, an, in November, right? But you know, but after, you realised you realised that you could be more honest about your protests about I don't know what, what's going on. Yeah. Yes, you know, and, and and we we yes we did we did have meetings and we did go out and and, and we did we did in mass mm. at officers officer students we think would be politically correct yeah. and, and who would have been you know but but basically we were we, we knew we were being deliberately kept in the dark and. And we did, we did go out and, and, and like had one little demonstrations within the officer school mm. or officer college, um, basically just demanding to be told what's going on. Yeah. You know, and, and was that listened to? Uh, not really. <laughs> but eventually then, you know, all of the information sort of became public anyway and seeped, seeped, you know, seeped out and, yeah. and then we got to know what's going on. There were, you know, there were, there were meetings in town then in Sittau, you know, like we, we still got then leave in, in town, just mm. went out to leave the town. 
um, or there were meetings then in town in Sittau, you know, there were small demonstrations there, there were meetings at the, the civilian university mm. college in, in Sittau. I went to those meetings just to, to and people spoke there about the change and about, about the, these, these demonstrations and movements. And, and I went to those, I personally yeah. went to those meetings and yeah. sat in there just to know what, what, what's, what's this all about? So what do these the, people want? And that was Noise Forum and. Yeah, people, people like, like Noise Forum. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Demokratischer Aufbruch, Neues Forum. Yeah. So, so people like that. Yes. So, so and, and I went to meetings as an officer student. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember there was me. Certainly there were, I think it was two meetings maybe I went to mm. at the, at the, the, the college in, in town, you know, civilian college in town. And, and following those revelations, how did you feel about the regime and how much energy you'd put into it took, it took a while to, 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 Accept that the change was right, if you know what I mean. And it was permanent. That the change was permanent. Or, well, at that or, point, you still didn't know. Nobody yeah, knew. Um, nobody knew that 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 actually the state would completely effectively collapse, and mm. or that the army would collapse. You know, in, mm. in nineteen eighty nine, that only became sort of more clear later on in nineteen ninety. Yeah. Um, but 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 certainly took a while to to to, you know, get. My head, our heads around that that the situation has changed. Mm. It did take a while. It didn't, it didn't happen overnight. No. It did take some convincing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because we thought, you know, well, you know, where we were was that was our that was our country. That's where we were born, where we grew up. That's that's who we are. Yeah. So, and all of a sudden, to be told, well, that's that's no longer relevant, and and everything everything that state did was wrong. Mm. Doesn't that doesn't happen? That doesn't sink in yeah. overnight. Yeah, and like I said, and we didn't have this lead, and you know, like 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 my parents, for example, you know, they would have watched, they would have seen all these things unfold on West German television, West German news. They would have seen it for months. You know, had seen being, being reported what was happening in East Germany, the demonstrations going on, etc. Well, I knew nothing about that. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. It was almost overnight. You yes. were suddenly faced with your whole world imploding really totally yes yeah yeah, wow. yeah. and a lot of everything happened very suddenly yes and like i said kind of an exciting time to have lived through absolutely to, to be totally honest and, yeah and and, and it's, it's 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 very difficult to describe that over another course because you, you can't understand it unless you've lived through it but but the, the, this constant change the constant news constant revelations something different every day yeah every day you woke up it's like well wonder what's 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 the news today you know yeah well, that's all for the moment, but there is a third episode of Torsten's Story, so stay tuned. In the show notes, there's video of the 40th anniversary parade, which is well worth a viewing, and a still photo showing Torsten in the parade. The show notes are at coldwallconversations.com. Just click on the episodes and show notes option. If you can't wait till the next episode, do join our Facebook discussion group where there's loads of Cold War information and further discussions with our listeners and guests. Just go to coldwarconversations.com and click on the join the discussion option. We're also on Twitter at Cold War Pod and Instagram as well, which is at Cold War Conversations. Lastly, if you like what you're hearing, do leave reviews on iTunes or share us via social media. It really helps to increase awareness of the podcast. 
For our outgoing music, I leave you with Parade March number one of the East German Army, which is well worth a listen. Thank you very much for listening and supporting the podcast. It's really appreciated. Goodbye. Not enjoying the ads? Well, you can avoid them by going to coldwarconversations.com slash donate. By becoming a monthly or annual supporter, you'll enjoy ad-free listening, become a part of our community, receive the sought-after Cold War Conversations drinks coaster, and bask in the warm glow of knowing that you're helping to preserve Cold War history. Just go to coldwarconversations.com slash donate for more information.